Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're very welcome to Thursday afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Professor Luke O'Neill is with us in a little while. Yes, the poster boy of the pandemic, as I call him, is joining me on the show after two today. Looking forward to a catch up with Professor Luke. What a great man he is. But I begin today with a story I feel will resonate with many people out there. You do hear on our news here, you hear it on the shows as well, uh, television, it's written about, it's online as well. The struggle to find a place to live for accommodation for people. It is not easy, and especially here in the North East. Well, we're going to hear one man's story now. And I spoke to him just in the last half hour. And Frank is his name. And he's facing the blank page when? Well, that's what I asked him. I began by asking Frank, you're homeless. When will you be homeless, Frank? Tomorrow, Jerry Friday. I was given all together a month and then another month and then it went into a third month. So it did for me to, to leave the house after my dad has passed away. That uh, I was given six weeks grace first of all before the family approached me. But uh, well, I know they've every right to want to sell the house that they have, Jerry, and I have no qualms with that, you know. But I cannot find a place for the love of God or love of money to live. I have been searching the whole time, so I have. I've actually been searching since my dad got cancer uh, last October uh, when it came to a head, and I, I knew I'd have to be finding some place else to live, and I've even been searching since then, so I have. Jerry, people don't get back here. So they don't, with the way uh, you apply for houses now is, it says on, please apply through email and don't come up to the office and all this, like, you know. Uh, we don't take applications uh, in person anymore. So you have to apply through email. And you're, you're waiting for someone to get back to you. And they don't get back to you, Jerry, you know. So you're in a desperate situation because tomorrow, Friday, you are out on the street with no roof over your head. Just go back a little bit there. You were living with your dad. How long are you living with your dad in the family home? There since the 10th of June 2014. I know that because I had to go down and so I was on the the dole at the time, job seekers announced. And I had to go down and I had to change my address. So I had to. It's since then. That's the exact date that I moved in. Were you clear about the fact that you weren't going oh, to be yeah. left in the house long well, term? I knew I, had to, I knew I had to leave, you know what I mean? Mm. I'm, I'm 100% clear about that, Jerry. and I have no qualms about leaving. I just cannot find some place to leave to, you know what I mean? I, I'm a full-time worker, so I am. I work full-time. Uh, I work with a global charity. Unfortunately, they can't do that in farming. They have tried. 
they know of my situation, so they do. That's why I can sit here and take the phone call and all that. Like, you know, I was told that, Frank, you to do as much as you can to, to find a place. Please take take as much time as you need, you know. I've been looking everywhere, Jerry. You are, are my last resort, basically, and I have to, I'm actually in contact with the Peter McFerry Trust here in Drogheda as well, and I have to go down to them today at half two. I have an appointment down there to see a lady down there to chat about my situation. See, it's not just me, Jerry. I wouldn't mind walking out of the house and being homeless, but I have two parrots that I rescued years ago, up to 20 years ago, one of them, and 14 years and the other. And I promised them a home for life, you know what I mean? I rescued them and I take care of them and all that. And I don't want to be giving them up to someone who... It's not going to look after them, you know. Me parrots, they're basically me babies. I've been res- I've rescued them about 20 years now. Well, one is 20, one I've had 20 years, the other 14 years. And what are you going to do tomorrow with them? Where, where will they go? That's, that's the thing, Jerry. I, 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 I don't know. I'm at my wit's end, so I am the good man, really and truly. I've been up and down, trawling the internet, looking for a place to live and that, so I have, and... Uh, it's head-wrecking, so it is. The, the, the simplest way to put it is it's head-wrecking, so it is, you know, really and truly. I have had no contact back from anybody that I sent emails to about, about houses and a couple of uh, estate agents I rang in the town. This is Frank, I'm very sorry. Uh, we have no nothing for rentals on our books, but I put your name, I'll take your name and email address and I'll take your phone number and all that and as soon as something comes in, I'll give you a call. But sure, if nothing comes in, they can't call you, can they? No, it's not straightforward. So you are a working man. You're in a position to pay a, a decent rent and you're just looking for somewhere now that you can move to tomorrow that you're not on yeah. the street with your two parrots. Yeah. Do you need a house or would an apartment work for you? Oh, an apartment, Jerry. Uh, one room, yeah. Well, one room even would do me, you know what I mean? A studio apartment type thing. One room and a little toilet and a, and a bathroom and a, ki- a little kitchenette. I'm not looking for something fancy. I'm not looking for uh, the top floor and hotel style place or anything like that. I'm just looking for your basic four walls, Jerry, yeah. That's dry and can be warmed and, and safe. I understand. I'm literally just looking to live my life, have a front door that I can call home and be two parents be safe. That's all. You're not looking for a lot. No, no. No, you really I'm aren't. Not, Jerry, but I can't find anything. Mm. It's a you desperate know? situation and it's probably reflective of other people as well who at this time are scrambling oh. around looking for somewhere to live as well. This is what you're facing within hours. Tomorrow... You're out yeah. from that house that you've lived in for quite a number of years now with your two birds and you have nowhere to go. No, not not a thing. And uh, it is, as I say, the family are not interested in renting the house. They, they want to get rid of the house, so they do and that, you know. And uh, so it wouldn't matter even the family, they're still not going to rent it to anybody else. It's not that I've done anything wrong. It's not that I'm not paying the bills or anything like that. So it is all the all the bills in the house, by the way, are paid up so the uh, yeah. I have the pay me gas bill now tomorrow so I have like that come in the door yesterday, but that's only twenty four ninety three. No bother I I'll be lashing that I'll be paying that off so well tomorrow evening, you know what I mean? I won't be leaving any bills behind me or anything like that, so I won't Jerry, you know.
So that's important to say to late lunch listeners today. Frank is credit worthy. He's paid all his bills. He's a working man. He's in a position to pay rent. Is there anybody out there can help Frank today because he's on the streets tomorrow, Friday. He lives in the Drogheda area. He'd like to stay in this area if he could. Have you anything? Can you help this man today? It's a plea, a plea for help because he's going to the McVeary Trust to see if they can help him at last resort. But is there anybody out there with a place? Does this touch somebody's heart? Can you help him today? Frank, I hope we can help you. Uh, Jay, I, I saw the way Jay. Even I was even a, a question on your on one of your shows a few years ago. So I was. Right. Well, it was actually a. I was on in the local leader with the, with me parry. Yes. I was taking him for a walk, and you actually used him as a, as a question as well as you did <laughs> one day. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to ring in because I knew the answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Frank, good on you. At least, you know what, you can smile when you're facing... Jerry. I've been trying to keep me good side out, so I have, yeah, the whole time, because I, uh, if you don't, I've got nothing else, you know what I mean? That's all I have now, is, is uh, a bit of a smile on the face at times, you know? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I'm not giving that up, definitely not, you know? Good on you, Frank. Anyway, look, Frank, I thank you for joining me today. We hear your situation. We're going to throw it out there and see what happens. Can anybody help this man? We'd love to hear from you. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. If you just uh, get in touch with us, we'll put you in touch with Frank and see what uh, can something, something good come out of this conversation today. Frank, I hope you get the place you're looking for and you have a roof over your head and you have comfort and safety for you and your feathered friends. Thank, thank you, Jerry. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you for taking me call and that and uh, for putting me plea out there because there is no place I say I, I can think of, you know, at the moment. So I, I am at me, me uh, wit's end, as to say, you know, at the end of me title, really and truly. Like, uh, well, Frank, but, uh, let's see, let's see what much. happens and hopefully we'll have some good news for you. You're an, you're an angel, Jerry. Thank you very much indeed. By the way, I'd have LMFM on the radio seven days a week so I do yeah at home and uh, at the moment the boys will be listening to me so they're going to hear me voice on the radio be going huh? Daffler said he was at work what's he doing on the radio with Jerry Kelly <laughs> listen oh my god humour in uh, the midst of a crisis you're a great fella Frank thank you for joining me today thank you Jerry thank you bye bye oh oh Louise Louise such a lovely man what a lovely mm. man what a gentleman. And his pure concern is for those two parts. He's won them 20 years. The other 14. Because mm. he said he doesn't mind if he's homeless, but he just wants... I, imagine to say that, the parents. love he has for them. Mm. Is there anybody, is there anybody who's been listening to Frank can help? Because he's out tomorrow. He's going to the McVeary Trust today to see, can they do something for him? He doesn't want much. He just wants a place. He can put his head down and sleep. Have the two as he calls them, his babies mm. with him as well. And, and he, he helps so many people in yeah, his job, like. Yeah, he does. He does. And he, he just popped out for a moment there to talk to me uh, just just in the last hour or so. Um, if you can help, you, you can call us 0419832000. That's 0419832000. Karen is there. She'll take a call. Or if you WhatsApp or text us, even if you, if you feel there's something, you can put them in touch with somebody. Please do now get in touch with us. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me in confidence. That's 
1800-658-658. WhatsApp or text us if you can help Frank at all. It's a plea from the heart and we... Uh, are Even only, for a short term. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't just, have to be long term, yeah, just until he finds something else. Yes, till he gets fixed up somewhere. It's a crisis situation. I, I mentioned it there at the start of the show. It really, really is uh, when you hear stories like Frank's. Perhaps, just perhaps, somebody can help us today on the show. If you can, please, please do. This is an opportunity to help a decent skin. He's a decent kind, Frank. Help him out and make sure he's not on the streets tomorrow. What is he going to do? He doesn't know what he's going to do. That's as simple as that. And, you know, those uh, those parrots, you know, they know him. You heard of such a, he's such a funny man as well at the end. They, they're listening. <laughs> parrots listen to us on the show at the moment. You get and, all the birds, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Oh, thanks, Louise. Uh, anyway, of all sorts. And uh, look, if you can help, again, we say today we're appealing to you. If you can help Frank. Do your best for him. You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Got a message in from Liam. Just listening to Frank there. Isn't it a disgrace to this country that we can't look after people like him? There's something fundamentally wrong when we're looking after and taking in so many unfortunate people into the country. And I absolutely fully support that, says Liam. But listening to Frank, we can't support our own or look after our own. It just doesn't make sense, says Liam. That's a fantastic comment. Thank you indeed for getting in touch with us on the show today. Yes, Frank joining us top of the show has nowhere to go tomorrow. He lives in the Drogheda area. Again, I say if there's anybody can help, 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. Or if you want to call in, it's 0419832000. How are you sleeping, missus? How are you sleeping? Perfectly. Are you? Mm. Even with the, the intense heat. It's difficult. Intense heat. I'm still going to bed with my socks on. <laughs> No, you're I not. am. I am. <laughs> I haven't seen my feet in years. <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, and the name I is dictate the weather by, you know, if it's really in the depths of winter, I'll, you know, have a look at the forecast before I get out of bed and decide whether it's going to be a one pair of sock or a two pair of sock day. So at the minute, it's one pair. Even in that, like last mm. night, it was probably 17 degrees. Like. If my feet are cold, I will not sleep. Isn't that interesting? Well, here you are. Uh, here's one for you. Remember we chatted about the water bottles last winter? Remember we had great crack about the hot mm. water bottles? <laughs> I, I was having a look at uh, the hints and tips to good sleeping in very hot conditions, right? right? And would you believe one of them is a hot water bottle? In, really? In, even in extreme heat? Can I tell you? Oh, and everyone's saying, what are you talking about? Have you lost the plot, Kelly? A hot water bottle in, in heat like that? No, just bear me out for a moment. Like, okay. just a, I will say this only once. No, I won't. I'll say it four <laughs> times. Um, you don't put hot water into it. Oh. What you do is Vodka. you fill the hot <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> no wonder you can't feel your feet. <laughs> um, filling your hot water bottle with cold water and leaving it in the freezer for a while. Place it between your bed sheets, right? Mm. And it's a quick way to cool down the bed and it, the sheets feel fresh and cool against your skin. Now, there you go. So the, <laughs> the hot water bottle can it be. It can re- double up. Yeah, it can be it's re- like a flask. Yes, repurposed in the summer. To keep you cool as well. Okay. Oh, it's not easy. Like I'll, t- I'll tell you, and when well, you don't, you know, and conditions like this, air conditioning they have in other places that have this intense heat. Mm. But we generally don't, you know. We don't mm. have that in, in, in homes or anything here. And does you know the weather dictate as you get older? Do you know like? Um, Happy oh. birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> you feel the heat as you get older. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. You wouldn't need that hot water bottle with Kylie around, would you? <laughs> Just, just to reiterate, that was Kylie, and not me. <laughs> that was Kylie. Yeah, yeah, well, you caught me on the hop there. Yes, it is my birthday today, folks. The years clock up as the slide down the hill continues. <laughs> anyway, thank you, And Louise. just into two, we're going to say happy birthday to Jerry. Mm-hmm. With We've just mentioned Kylie, one of his favourites, and we'll sure we'll play Billy Joel into two. Why not? I love him. Thank you so much. And thanks to Maggie and Karen and yourself and all who put together a lovely little cake for me and candles just before the show today. Thank you so much, everybody. And Sinead. Thanks, Sinead Brazel, for the nicest birthday greeting ever. Thank you, Sinead. Maybe I should buy some old tab collars. Welcome back to the age of jive. My next guest came to prominence in the pandemic. He is a world-renowned immunologist and professor of biochemistry at Trinity College Dublin, the author of four best-selling books, including The Great Irish Science Book and What Makes Us Human for Children. He's back with his latest children's work called Show Me the Science, and I absolutely love it. Professor Luke O'Neill, I'm a big child, really. Oh, Jerry, you're very kind. I'm glad you liked it. Thanks for having me on. Oh, not at all. It's a wonderful, wonderful book for children. But I would say, if you're an adult, pick it up as well and enjoy it. You pose so many questions in each of the chapters. There's a question in each chapter, and then you answer those questions. So I suppose, uh, picking from the book, uh, several jump out at me that we'll talk about today. Why are we wrecking the planet? Luke, this is a a no-brainer. I ask it here all the time has nobody copped on that's the key question jerry isn't it, in a sense yeah i mean obviously that chapter's about climate change obviously and mm. that, as you say it's aimed at kind of teens i guess i'm aiming for here it's actually a teen version of a book i published in 2020 called never mind the b word here's the science and and sheena armstrong has done a great job at making it into a version of her teens and of course teens are very keen on climate change aren't they jerry? Yes. they're worried about their future you know yeah so that, that chapter lays out all the evidence that we humans are responsible for climate change, basically, and we need to do something about it. Because if it continues, it'll be our grandchildren who, who will suffer most of all the way, the, the way things are going on the planet. Yeah, they will. But, you know, I, I, I suppose the hope is that by aiming this at the teens and the, the, the children of the future, that sooner sooner than us, this these current generations, they'll cop on and do something about it. Yeah, and they're very motivated, as you know, cause, yep. cause that, that age group in particular are well aware of this, you see. So, absolutely, let's hope the next generation makes a better fist of it than we've done, because we've ignored all this for for decades, you know, obviously, and the evidence is so compelling that it's human activity that's responsible. So, so let's let's hope the teens uh, change their habits and continue to make a difference. I don't know whether you remember a book called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by John Gray back in the early 1990s, but one of your chapters in this book uh, really does tackle a very tetchy issue at the moment, the difference between men and women, Luke. That's right. I mean, I mean, in the book, Jerry, I've picked topics that I think are of interest, obviously questions that science tries to answer. And, and teens might like this one, are men and women different rather than the same, you know? And as you've been saying, that, that book you just mentioned was one that 
suggest that we are different. And now we're different in obvious ways, but fundamentally we're not different at all. A good example is it was always assumed that men were better at maths or driving, say. Remember those days? Yes. <laughs> That's not true. Women are as good at men at maths, for example. And every every scientific analysis that's been done shows that we have a lot more in common than, 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 than we have differences between us. So that chapter goes into all the evidence for that. Mm, now, on the theme of pandemics, I, I mentioned there, of course, you came to prominence with it. Um, should we all get vaccinated, uh, Luke? Well, I know you, your answer's a no-brainer on that one. Yeah, well, obviously, I, I'm, I'm an immunologist. Now my colours to the mask, clearly, Jerry. But uh, that lays out the history of vaccines, how they were discovered how they're safe and how they work, basically, and that makes the case for vaccination. They are the biggest contribution to public health ever. Vaccines save so many lives. And obviously in the pandemic, they came to prominence. But remember, Jerry, 50 years ago, people died of polio mm. and all kinds of things. And of course, vaccines got rid of that, you see. So, so that chapter is all about the science behind vaccines and why we should vaccinate our children. Really. While we're on that topic, uh, COVID, uh, just to go, as an aside for the moment, it certainly has raised its head again. And I know in our neck of the woods, it's more prominent now, perhaps, than it may have been at the start of the pandemic and through it. And uh, quite a tough strain of it out there at the moment. Uh, are we going to see a, a, another jab coming our way this autumn, winter? Yeah, we should. Yeah. It's, it's changing, you see. There's these new variants cropping up. And obviously, if a new vaccine is needed, it should be against the variants that's out there. It'll work best against that. So we're going to see new types of vaccines coming along in the autumn for definite. And this is a feature of this virus. Mm. It just seems to change, you know. Now, remember, I wouldn't be too worried, though, if, if people are concerned. It's another, another virus that infects our, our noses and our upper airways, basically. And we've got a vaccine to protect us. So the message, as ever, is for those who are vulnerable, older people should take the vaccine when it's offered to them. Good advice there from uh, Professor Luke O'Neill. Now, the $64 million question for many people on this little earth of ours. And we see where India have uh, got to the moon. There's talk about going to Mars. Um, Are we alone in this universe? What's your suspicions? We're not. Now, now there's a bold statement, Jerry. I apologise. There's no evidence for this, of course. But there's bound to be life out there somewhere. Mm. Because life evolved on Earth. There are millions of planets like the Earth out there going around stars. So the chances of one of those planets evolving life is very high, you see. But let's see, let's see if we can discover it or not. I don't think we'll find life on Mars necessarily. That's where the next big mission is too. That's unlikely. Mm. But I'll bet there's life out there somewhere. And let's hope it's more intelligent than us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, that's fantastic because at times I do sit and scratch my head and wonder what's it all about really and, and where are we going with this. And that's, that's a, you opened the book with that question. Do we have control over our lives? So many people despair today, Luke, and they think we don't. We just have to just slot in and get on with it. Well, we do. That's true. Yeah. And, and that chapter talks about are we being played by the media mm. or by advertisers and things like that. And obviously we respond to advertisements in various ways. Of course, social media, Jerry, as you know, is a big worry. Because that's a great way to spread misinformation, influence people in various ways. And it's a concern, especially for teenagers, I think. You know? mm. So there's a question mark over whether we can regain control. It's in our hands, really, isn't it? You know, to decide if we're going to be manipulated in these ways. And we should really uh, keep an eye on that one. Um, you mentioned Sheila Armstrong, who worked with you on this lovely book, but I have to give a shout-out to the illustrator, Tara O'Brien. The Absolutely. illustrations are fantastic, Luke. You must Aren't be delighted. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're wonderful. And Sheila, 
she did, did a wonderful job. I mean, she, she took the adult book and then I, I, I helped her, of course, to some extent. And then the art, Tara did a superb job. It was wonderful, wonderful drawings and pictures as well. So it's a really nice, a nice coffee table book as well as being a good one to read. Teens, our, our Irish teenagers are, are way different. Uh, you went back there in time as well, talking about Ireland of yesteryear. When you see our teens today, how switched on they are, they're online, they're smarter. This whole area of years ago, you'd remember this. We, we rarely questioned. I didn't when I was at school or growing up or that. You, you really pushed the button on this one. Question everything. That's right, yeah. The, the essence of being a scientist, you see, is to keep asking questions, you know. And, and as we know, children and teenagers are always asking questions, aren't they? And often parents can't answer, why is the sky blue? Or whatever the question is, this book will help because it tries to provide some of the answers. And then the other thing, in the early part of the book, I point out that the motto, the motto of the oldest scientific society in the world, a society called the Royal Society in London, the motto is take nobody's word. Isn't that great? Yeah. You would have thought the motto would be science is great, wouldn't you? But it's not. Take nobody's word, which means show me the science, mm. show me the evidence. And we want teenagers to look at the evidence themselves and evaluate it and come, come up with their own decisions on things like vaccines or climate change. Let them make their own minds up, you know, mm. and give them the scientific knowledge to let them to do that. So that's one thing that the book is kind of emphasising. And yet you have people, and you've come across this uh, so many times, especially since the pandemic, you know, you can give them all the science you want, lay the facts in front of them, and yet it's not enough. Yeah, it's very hard. I mean, there's people out there who think the Earth is flat, remember? Yes. And, you're, and no, no number of images from space will convince them, because they say that's fake. For instance. So there's certain things you, you can't convince people of. That The book isn't really aimed at those people. It's aimed at, at, at everybody else, kind of, who will take a reasonable view of things. Yeah, I actually did interview a guy, I can't, it's a few years back, about this topic of flat Earth. And uh, he yeah. was going, and he was away off, but I never heard anything from him since, unless he fell off the edge, Luke. You never know. And, if he, and Jerry, if he did, that'd be evidence that the Earth is fat and might believe it. Because you know? remember, Jerry, science is all about evidence. Show me the science is the title of the book. And, and me as a scientist, if you give me evidence for something, then I can't deny it. Then that, that's the reality. You know? I can tell you there's no evidence that the Earth is flat, though. I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> the other question, which is uh, one that uh, perturbs people, and I, I'm delighted you addressed it in this book, is about the inequality of this world of ours. And it, it is a fact. It's just a fact of life. There'll never be a time, will there, Luke, when everyone is equal? That just can't be, can it? It seems to be in our nature. To be, to be sort of greedy, shall we say, and grab as well. Not everybody, obviously. There's some very generous people out there, of course there is. But humans are a funny species, aren't we? You know, someone wants to be the king and own all the resources, you know, and then keep the peasants down kind of thing. You know, mm. of course, it's improved over the decades. Thankfully, things have got a bit more equal. Uh, but you're right, though. The, earth, the world is still very badly divided still, you know. Mm. And that chapter talks about how to encourage people to give a bit more, basically, you know. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I, I advocate for taxation strength is a good way to do this. That's the way to recirculate some of the wealth, you know. Mm. But it's, it's still, a, it's still a, big, a big issue, isn't it? We a huge issue, and it brings us back to the point that you said you hope there's a, an intelligence or a life out there that is better yeah, at this that's right, that's so. yeah, that's than us so. yeah. you know what I mean when you say that it, it really it, it really does bring it home 
I, I, look, I, I, I so I've had the book a while and I've so enjoyed it. I really say that, and I know it's aimed at teens, but the child in me or the teenager in me just it brought so much joy to me. I have to say, and, and congratulations to you and uh, to Sheila and Tara on bringing it together. Uh, just before we finish, um, you, you came to prominence. I mentioned there. I, 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 just, I started thinking you as the pandemic poster boy, to be honest with you, when I uh, see you and hear you. Uh, are you still, you know, being recognised everywhere you go? I'm sure you are. Thank, thank God it's gone down a fair <laughs> bit, Jerry. <laughs> I've noticed um, as soon as you're off the telly, they forget you're pretty quickly. <laughs> so, it does still happen occasionally. And yeah. I'm always very glad to talk to people, by the way. People come to me, we yes. sort of the odd chat here and there, you know, so it's fine. But thankfully, it's, uh, it's abated somewhat, so I'm not, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I love your column in the... One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Depending each Sunday, I reach for it when I pick up my newspapers as well. I always enjoy what you have to say. Uh, keep that going too. And of course, your podcasting, appearing on radio and television as well. What about the music? Yeah, sit occasionally, get the old guitar out. Can't beat it. It's a good way to unwind. Oh, and yeah. it's very different to, uh, to science. So that, that's a good good hobby. Very imp- and I, the, the book actually talks about that. It's very important to have a balanced life, you know, yeah. <laughs> to try and maintain your mental health. Yeah. Ah, we've lost Luke there, he's gone. Anyway, we'll say uh, au revoir to, uh, or adios to Luke. And anyway, we've just lost him there on the line, one of those things. Yeah, you've got more than the gist of what it's about. The book is fabulous. The book is fabulous. It really is. It's called Show Me the Science, Life's Biggest Questions and How Science Answers Them by Professor Luke O'Neill. It is aimed at teenagers, as Luke mentioned there. But to be honest with you, once children start to read and read well, this is a very worthwhile book. And myself, well, I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it. I really, really did. It was fantastic. Uh, Anyway, would you like a copy of Luke's book, Professor Luke O'Neill's new book called Show Me the Science? Well, I'm going to give it to you in a moment because I just have Luke back to say goodbye to him. We couldn't leave you, Luke. We couldn't Sorry, leave Sorry, I got no. cut off. <laughs> you're, all, you're all right. I just the aliens, <laughs> Sherry. The aliens are listening in. <laughs> yes, that, that, that intelligent life out there somewhere. Or else, yeah. the, or else the conspiracy theories. I'm not sure. One or the other, certainly. Got, got, got into the line there. But I was just saying again how, how beautiful this book is. And I highly recommend yeah, it. It's available all over the place at the moment, folks. Show me the science by Professor Luke O'Neill. So... With the gremlins gone, Professor Luke O'Neill, thank you so much for joining me on Late Lunch today. It's been a real pleasure. 
Jerry. Thanks for having me on. I'm delighted you enjoyed the book. Thanks a lot. I did indeed. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's Professor Luke O'Neill there. Natalie Embrulier, I'm torn on your late lunch this Thursday afternoon. I'm coming back, Louise, to tips for sleeping comfortably on these very humid hot nights. Can I throw another one at you? Mm. Did you know that it is better to wear cotton when you're in conditions like this when it's really hot? Cotton is the best. As in in bed or just cotton generally in conditions? Cotton pyjamas. Cotton pyjamas. Our best of all, they say, compared to if you have silk. Just no pyjamas. Oh, yes. None. For that hot. Apart from fair socks. (laughs) (laughs) Cotton socks. Hold on a minute. I'm just going to close my eyes and imagine. Yeah, yes. Yeah, no, don't. The socks look well. The socks look well. Isn't cotton it? socks. Yeah, they do. Bless, bless me, cotton anyway, socks. Anyway, yeah, no, cotton, cotton, they say, seriously, cotton is far better uh, as a fabric than silk or synthetic fibres that, you know, in your jammies or whatever you wear um, to uh, sleep well in very uh, intense hot conditions. There you go. And um, another do, one. Yeah, on. no, no. Did I see something in the papers recently in the last few days about that fans actually don't help you sleep? Well, if they Did make you see that? if they made any noise, oh, okay, I maybe would that's it. Throw them out the window because I cannot sleep with a clock ticking. I would not sleep. Oh, even yeah. the small tick of a clock, any noise whatsoever. You're like I'm, my husband. We've no clocks in the house because of that. Yeah, I'm goosed. You know, I I just need quite. I I sleep well when it's quiet, but I just can't take any noise at all. People who have things going on, you know, with clocks or things like snore or no snoring. Stop. I snore like mad myself. They tell mm. me, but I can't sleep if anybody else is snoring. You know. Um. The other one is uh, the usuals. Uh. Don't uh overeat. You know, it's hard mm-hmm. to sleep when you eat late, late at night. And staying hydrated. You know, drinking lots of cold water can keep your body cool but you'd probably have to get up and have a loo visit during the night that's the only downside of that mm. you know what I mean so yes, uh, I have an unusual one for you go on when you were talking about the fan you, you know say if it was a silent fan yes put a bowl of ice in front of the fan and so it pushes out the cold air on top of you as well oh I read that wrong I read that actually initially as put a bowl of rice <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just it'll, the ice makes more sense no the rice just <laughs> splatters everyone in the room <laughs> can you see it a bowl of rice in front of the fan and it going everywhere over everybody <laughs> what are you like at all one of them days oh, the God. anyway late lunch LMFM radio the 80s and music from the 80s considered a wonderful era well especially by my next guest stay with us on the show it's always a topic of debate, isn't it? What was the greatest era for music or the greatest era to live in? Well, you know, some people say 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 90s, whatever. You know, everyone has their opinion on it. But certainly the 80s produced an awful lot with very little. When you look at what we have today and the technology that underpins music and most other things as well. We're going to talk about the 80s for the next while with a man who just loves the decade. He's the man behind the 80s icon show that's coming to the TLT in Drogheda on the 30th of September. Ed Hannigan, good afternoon. How are we? I'm good. Good. Thank you for joining me on the show, Ed, today. Anyway, uh, the 80s, the best in your book? In my book, yes. But, uh, I mean, I grew up in the time, so I'm bound to say that. I'm sure a lot of 90s kids go, no, the 90s was the best. 
but for me it was the 80s and i think it's just it's a blend of the music the movies uh the innocence um uh, everything associated with it if you think of it nowadays they're trying to rehash the old movies mm. And the music itself always resonates, I know, when you play it from a radio station uh, perspective. Just, you know, you grew up at that time. I'm very familiar with it myself, too. Um, it it hadn't all that underpins. I mentioned it there in terms of what we have today, technology-wise. It, it was different time. Would you say it was a more innocent time? It was innocent because of, of what we knew. I mean, to us, I mean, a VHS player was amazing. And the fact they had a remote <laughs> was even better. <laughs> um, but to the likes of us today, the thoughts of like Netflix and that kind of thing, uh, that would just be mind-blowing. Um, I remember when they first started dabbling and thinking about the internet and you had to stick, you almost had to put something on the screen and they believed it would work through the screen and all kinds of crazy stuff. But it was a very, I think it was a much more innocent time even though some of us might not have thought that back then, you know. Mm, the VHS recorder was a huge thing, wasn't <laughs> it? And the tape said, oh, my God, who'll ever forget oh, them? Oh, God. Mm. I, tell, I tell you, a lot of people wouldn't know the, uh, you know, if you would hold the pencil in your hand in a cassette, well, you know, how do they relate? Well, you know, when your batteries were running low, you rewind it with the pencil, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, you know, those kind of things and breaking the tabs off the top of the, set, the cassette and putting the sellotape over them all the things we had to go through to just to get a recording off the radio. And then that was technically pirating back then. Yeah, I remember my uh, early days driving. I got my first car and I think it was... uh 80, 1980, and I remember Little Mini, and it had a cassette deck in the in the car, and uh, I took the one that was there out, and I got a Pioneer, uh, a Pioneer, oh. my God, <laughs> that was some Very sound. Good. But was it able to pull out yet? Yes, and I put two speakers on the back <laughs> window end of the Mini, right, and you turned the Pioneer up with the tape in the deck. <laughs> oh Lord Almighty, it was innocent times, oh. wasn't it? It was until it got chewed up. Until that tape got changed yes, up. Yes, yes. Then, then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we're talking about a time that people may be listening today, many will be familiar with, but others not. The cassette tape, the VHS tape into the recorder uh, for your with your TV to watch movies or whatever. An era gone, and, and gone forever. They'll never recover like vinyl. Never. Never. Vinyl, I mean, it's only recovered to a degree even. Mm. Um, you know, it's a lot more pricey than it was. Um, and... You know, I, you know it, it's cool to have. I still don't think it sounds like yeah, it's good. It's just, you know, maybe a bit more authentic to, to the people that remembered it back then. Mm. Uh, but I don't think anything from there will actually come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, I laughed at you with covering, breaking the tabs on the tape and then covering it with the yeah. cellar. Oh, my God, we were all up to it. We used to be making our tapes on the radio. Bootlegs, illegal, illegal stuff. That's it. And even people take for granted now just picking up a phone and dialing a number. Mm. Do you remember if you you dial the, the phone, you know, the circular one, and you wait for it to roll all the way back, and then you realize you put in a digit wrong, you had to hang up and start again. And yeah. I was always amazed that they put the emergency number at the longest number, nine, and it takes half a minute to wind, to wind back. Yes. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, and those uh, dial telephones, and uh, then you, of course you you had to be connected through the local exchange if you were making long distance calls. I'm sure you remember that too. And I, I, I think I just remember that one. Mm, just. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it was such a different time as as you say. I have a phone sitting here in front it of was, me yeah. in the studio, and you can do anything virtually from it, or uh, contact yeah. anywhere in the world, and be in touch with anywhere uh, on this planet as as we speak right now. What about the yeah. the the um, the culture, when you talk about the culture of the 80s, what summed up the culture of the 80s? I feel that everyone everyone could genuinely be themselves, like as colourful as you wanted to be. You, you, I, I think, personally, just speaking from my side of things, I don't think you will... I, I almost felt like you weren't pigeonholed as much as maybe as you are now. Mm. Um, we were able to listen to any kind of music and it was okay. Um, we just go, oh, you're into that, you're into that, that's fine. Whereas now... You know, maybe that would be like, oh, he listens to that. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Um, yes. It was a, a more eclectic acceptance of the taste and whatever was uh, rocked your clock. Good luck to you. That's really what you're saying. Yeah. It was kind of a, kind of kind of like that. Maybe that's just rose tinted glasses for me. But uh, mm. I just look at. I, I can't really fault the '80s. It was just a good time. I mean, I was only young, so I don't know how the adults felt. But uh, you know, I was young at that point. But me everything from the music onwards uh, was just amazing even yeah just everything I think about it you know? mm, the clothes you Which mentioned is why I started the show yeah yeah and the clothes you mentioned as well uh, the big uh, the shoulders were big back then <laughs> they, they yeah there was a lot of that kind of Miami Vice stuff going on and then for the younger ones like ourselves not that I ever did it but you know you had these terrible shell suits and they'd all be matching um, and then you had you know, when Bross came out, girls were wearing Grosh beer tops on their shoes and Run DMC came out and before you know it, all the VW signs are going off the front of the cars and hanging around people's necks. Yes. Um, there was all kinds of, you know, crazy fashion things back in the 80s. And this is why, as you said, you put this show together, the AV Icon Show, and such a range of uh, artists you cover when you perform here. What about these artists and, and the mark they made? The likes of uh, Go West, Nick Kershaw, Duran Duran, Tears for Fierce, Human League, Paul Young. Oh, my God, the list goes on. And everything you mentioned there, anyone who was around in the 80s just goes, oh, my God, they, they, they are the icons. Mm. Um, we, cover, we tend to cover the, the main bands of the 80s, not yeah. so much a solo artist. So you, if you come to a show, unfortunately, you're not going to hear a Jason Donovan track. Mm. And I hear a lot of people going, oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I hear a lot going, thank God, go on. <laughs> yeah, exactly as well, yeah. I was just covering myself there, you know. Um, but there's, uh, like there's seven seven of the highest musicians in the country in this band. I'm very proud to stand on stage with these guys. These, honestly, these guys are incredible. And we, we like, meticulous detail. We literally pull apart this song. Like our, our, our keyboard player, literally he will analyze what piano was that was used on that. And we will get the exact piano. It's not just a, any old piano. Mm. Was that a Yamaha? What Yamaha was it? You know, we analyze everything so that when you come to hear us or see us, and, or you see any of the videos you see online, we do sound as close to that original recording as humanly possible. Yes. Because um, I think I want to do the song justice, and the band, to my, I believe that we do it justice, and that's all we can hope for.
Mm. Oh no, you're renowned for this. If you closed your eyes, you actually wouldn't know that you weren't listened to Human League, Tears for Fears, Duran Duran, Spander Ballet, etc. So the seven in the band, live, it's absolutely fully live, you deliver. Correct, 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 yeah. No, Sometimes no. I, I chop between um, yeah. keyboards, iPods, uh, uh, so we have a keyboard player, but sometimes you can't play all the lines together, so I play keyboards as well. So I'm able to jump on the keyboard for a song where uh, another singer will take over out front. We have three lead singers in this band who also double on guitars and other instruments. So we're very lucky, multi, uh, you know, multi, multi-instrumentalists. Yeah. So you're bringing the show to the TLT, the AD Icon show on the 30th of September. Tickets at the box office there, is it? Yes, they are. You can get them online. I think it's TLT.ie or the TLT. Um, yeah, they're all available now. And... Uh, you know, tickets go fairly quick there. I know last time we played there last year and it was uh, it was just a big 80s party from the get-go. Yeah. I think it was the second song people were up and it just it just kicked off. Well, listen, the, the, yeah, you, you, you needn't be complaining. You're forewarned going to this. You'll be on your feet even though you have a seat for most of the That's night it. and it sold out last time around. That, that is for sure. Anyway, um, the 80s and the era, hard to pin down, you know, in all those we mentioned there, would you have a favourite band? If you were to pick one of the some of the ones we mentioned, or who would, for you, be the standout of the 80s? Oh, you could go either way. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Nick Kershaw fan, big Duran fan. Um, I always go for quality over quantity. So, for me, one of the, uh, the one of the best singers of the 80s might be a bit, you know, uh, of a curveball here for some people, but I love the band Mr. Mr. Songs right. like Broken Wings. And a lot of their songs that they came out with, I think it's just incredible from the production to the singing ability and musicianship. It still stands up today. Um, so that, that would probably be one of my favourite bands with me, Mr. Mr. Well, with that in mind, let's have a listen to what you're talking about. Wish you well on the 30th. Thank you for joining Thank me you. on the show. Here is Brilliant. Mr. Mr. and Kiri. In late lunch land, their knowledge of science is unbelievable. They all got it right. Oh my God, the amount of answers we got right. The chemical symbol for water is H2O. H2O is right. Dennis Penna, you are the winner of Luke O'Neill's wonderful book today. We'll be in touch to make the arrangements. Thanks to everybody who sent us in messages by WhatsApp or text. Now, our Louise, once you mention something to Louise, she's away. She's ferreting away, so she is for us in the background. We've been talking about sleeping easy in these warm nights. Uh, for children you want to just mention children but I presume it works for adults Mm. right so this sleep expert says um, and it's you know kids going back to school as well and their changes so if you want your child to go to sleep give them oat biscuits bananas and milk about or milk any of them Mm. uh, about an hour before bed right they all contain an amino acid called tryptophan Right. Which okay. makes them drowsy and therefore lulls them into sleep. There you are. There you go. That's uh, our Oat Louise's biscuits, bananas and milk. For good sleep for your children on late lunch. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear.
And today it's the number two from this week in 1994. And what a coincidence on my birthday. Yes, it's Miss Kylie Minogue from her fifth studio album released on the 29th of August 1994, this track. And it went straight in at number two on the UK singles chart but never made the number one. Kylie's had a lot of number twos, to be honest with you. It was stalled by a classic number one. Wet, 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 love is all around. The last of its 15 weeks at number one prevented Kylie from making it to top spot. The losers that were there for 14 weeks couldn't have let her in. Anyway, it's the number two from this week in 94. It's Miss Kylie Minogue and Confide in Me. Never forget 2018 and 2019 in the town of Drogheda when Fla, Kjolna Heron came to town. Momentous times, never to be forgotten. Drogheda Kjolna, of course, brought it to the town with many other people too. And they featured prominently... Maybe they've been a little quiet since because of the pandemic or whatever, but they've been back at the Flan Mullingar this year on the gig rig. And I'm delighted to say hello again to Lolo Robinson and our daughter, Kira Brannigan, who are with me in studio. Welcome, ladies. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you for joining me on the show. Well, Lolo, we got away with it before the old pandemic hit. Thank God. You know, 2018, 2019. Thank God is right, Jerry. Can you imagine what it would have been like? But we had two fantastic years of Flacco and the Heron. Over one and a quarter million visited mm. the town over those two years. And it brought 100 million euros worth into the town and the area. So it was absolutely fantastic, fantastic times. How was Mullingar? You were down there. How many from Draha the Kyoltis were in Mullingar this year? Well, we had over 30 on the gig rig this year and the same last year in Mullingar. So, and other people would have gone down, you know, for various times during the FLA. They were two wonderful flowers, and I have to say this year they were very lucky with the weather as well. Mm. So it was something like Drogheda, very few showers and that, and they were great flowers. And it goes on to Wexford now uh, is the next port of call, isn't it? It does, Wexford in 2024. Yeah, and they'll probably have it for a second year as well. Will we ever see it back in this neck of the woods? Probably (laughs) never, will we? Um, I don't know, Jerry. It would be a long time before you could bring it back Mm. because, first of all, it's so expensive to run it. Also, the momentum mightn't, mightn't just be there for a few years but the yes. good news is that the Leinster flower is coming to Drogheda in 2025 July 2025 Very good so memories uh, will hark back to 18 and 19 there for sure Now Drogheda Kjoldis are recruiting at the moment and you have an offer for listeners today you want to teach people how to play a musical instrument That's right Jerry. we have um, try and try musical instrument on Saturday morning next in the Drogheda Arts Centre from half 11 to 1 so we accept pupils from all ages whether they're six or 60 plus shall yeah. we say <laughs> don't be don't be don't be reminding me of my birthday will you Lolo come okay. on happy, happy birthday 
Of all ages. Of all, of, ages. Of, of all ages, yes. And we've had quite, over the last couple of years, we haven't recruited young children really because of COVID. Mm. Um, we did in the last year or so, but just on a very gradual basis because people are only getting back into things. But we've had quite a lot of adults joining us over the last year or two. Mm. So that's been a great success. So this Saturday, say the times again from what time? Um, half 11 to 1 o'clock in the Drehid Arts Centre. Drehid Arts Centre. If you go along of any age and your children especially, take them along and you'll be introduced to Kyoltis and the musical instrument there. Kira Brannigan's with us and she has the whistle with her today. What age did you take up the tin whistle at? Oh God, I suppose I probably started playing at the age of about five maybe yeah. five or six yeah. yeah so I started playing um whistle with uh cultists around then and I've, that's about 20 years ago now mm. so still still going strong with it and uh, you know you. it's given me great opportunities throughout my life as well and I made great friends through music and cultists as well mm. your mum reminded me you were here with me and others in this studio when was it for the first time uh, 2013 so 10 years ago yeah oh my God, the years do. Tempest Fugit, <laughs> especially as you move on through this lifetime as well. Is it 10 years? Oh, word. Anyway, you're going to, will you give us a little tune there? Just indeed, to, so yeah. as people will understand when you become proficient at the whistle, you will be as talented as Kira Brannigan playing. What are you going to play for me? Um, I'll play a jig for you called The Cat's Meow. Oh, I like that. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Boss on a wire fod. God, that was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Thank the you. Ca- what is it again? The cat's, the cat's meow. Oh, fantastic. Isn't she great? You must be so proud of her, Lolo. Oh, well, yes, I suppose we <laughs> yeah. are, really. <laughs> now, does it take long, Kira, like to, to achieve a, a level of proficiency like that? Well, as they always say, practice makes perfect. Yes. So, you know, it's the... When I was a teacher with cultists a couple of years ago and, um, you know, I always what I said to the children going home to practice. If you watch TV, you have enough time to do your practice. Same as doing your homework. Practice on the ad breaks 10 minutes every day mm. when you're watching your TV. And that is how you will get to that bit of a higher standard as well. And it's also to do with the enjoyment and the love of the instrument as well. Is the whistle your preferred? Do you play? You play others. You play other instruments I do, too. Yes. I know that. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, I play yeah. piano as well. Yes. Um, but I, I suppose... It depends now on the day that you're asking me. Yeah. Um, I do love the piano, but I also do love the whistle. And it is where I started off. So, you know, it does hold a special grow in my yeah. heart, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to, to learn it is, is it, is it a nice instrument? You know, for somebody taking up, say, learning a musical instrument for the first time, is this a good one to start with? 
Definitely. It is the instrument that we would always recommend starting on. Um, if you're new to Irish traditional music, it's definitely the easiest one to pick up. Um, and you get a lot of different techniques when you are playing the whistle. So it is a good one to start off on and just kind of to ease it into the traditional music. And then from there, once you have the basics of the tin whistle, maybe after a year or two, you could progress on to maybe the flute or some students might move on to maybe a stringed instrument like the fiddle or the banjo as well. Mm. Do you read music? I do, yes. Mm. <laughs> but you don't have to read music for traditional Irish music. Yes, and that's an important point to make as well. There's some wonderful, you've come across them in your travels, in your lifetime, and they don't read music at all, but they play brilliantly, as Kira's saying there. That's right, I'm laughing because really... Kira has been learning music since she was five or six and it was only when she went to college that she had to learn to read the music <laughs> <laughs> because she's one of these fortunate people who have a natural ear for music. But again, you don't have to... Most traditional musicians don't actually read music mm. and we teach them from a letter system as well, AB and that sort of thing. So they don't actually have to read the yes, music yes. from the beginning. But it's good to learn how to read it, isn't it? You know that yourself. Definitely, when you can read music, yeah. it's such a it's such an added bonus. To Definitely. It. Yeah. And there's so many skills that can come out from reading music as well. And I would have picked up on a lot of that when I was in college, as Mam said there. I had to really focus on reading music when I was in college. Um, and there are definitely different skills that you'll pick up from it. Mm, terrific. So so again, Saturday, Drihid Arts Centre from 11... 11.30 to 1. Yeah, everybody welcome. I'm going to ask you to play a little tune out for me, if you, if you would, today of on course, the show. Yeah. Eddie Caffrey's coming next with The Drive on LMFM Radio. Again, thank you for all the wonderful birthday wishes. I can't reply to you all, but thanks a million for them. I'm off from today for a little break on late lunch, and you'll be in the capable hands of Orla Carmody and, uh, of course, Barbara Scully over the next couple of weeks. So I'll be back after that, please, God. Looking forward to the break. But in the meantime, we say goodbye today on Late Lunch with the wonderful Kira Brannigan. And thank you again, Lola Robinson, for joining us on the show. Away you go, Kira, to finish Late Lunch today. What's this one? Uh, this is a reel called The Trip to Birmingham. Away you go. you by Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.